0: Are you ready? I think so. I think so. I had like a, I had a lot of coffee (laughs) in the last hour and a half. I have even more brewing right now. I had one cup
1: today, but I like have another cup brewing and I am ready for it. It's great. In in my heart, I think about that coffee and I think this will be the one, Mm. you know, (laughs) this will be the cup. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that really does it. Better days are ahead because yeah. I am finally about to have the cup of coffee that fixes me.
1: Yeah, one of these. I know that one of them has to do it and I have a really strong sense that it's this one. This is the cup of coffee.
0: I don't want to wait for this brew to be over. <laughs> I want to drink it now. I don't want tea. Oh, no, I don't want tea. (laughs) And then the second time go, this is coffee. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Um, Cool. Yeah. Hit me. Hit me with your best shot. All right. Three, two, Two, one. one. Clap.
1: Hi, Nick. Hi, Caleb. Where is my cheese? I I don't know. Is it on your chair? No, listen. I took it. Okay. I took the cheese. Okay. I got it all ready to put in a taco. Uh-uh. You know, I did I did the thing where I got it into a bunch of little pieces yes. to put in my taco. Oh, I love that kind um, of cheese, yeah. And uh, I was going to eat it, and now mm. it's gone. Huh? So I would really like to
0: solve this mystery okay. together. Um. Well, uh, if you give... A cheese, of Caleb, it's gonna want a taco to escape from, is what I think. Mm-hmm. Is this story so it's kind of like a normal thing that the cheese would go away, except that doesn't happen to me. So, what's your deal? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's I mean, that's exactly my question, is that right. something, something mm-hmm. must have
0: happened? Yes, totally um, agree. Back to you, Caleb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, do we need and, to do, do... <laughs> and I think, and I think. To, <laughs> And I think to solve this mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh we are both going to have to become great detectives.
0: Oh, good. I've, ooh, I ooh, I love I want to be the great detective. Um, yeah. Um, um um okay. Okay. Do we need to No, jo- no you miss it. That was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It did miss mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you snuck up on me with that one. It usually goes. It usually takes longer. <laughs> yeah, I have to vary the rhythm. I love. Or, uh- <laughs> <laughs> you said great detective, and I was just like, yeah, great mouse detective. Yeah, you could choose a mouse. I know where this is going. No, we were already there.
1: <laughs> No, well, that's the interesting thing is that they actually dropped the Great from the movie. It's called Great Detective Pikachu in the game, but they just made it Detective Pikachu (laughs) in the movie.
0: (laughs) Super weird. And like... A typical Hollywood. I feel like with that one. I, they have to rub everything interesting <laughs> off of it You know you, you looked at the
1: great and you were like this is art This is something a person a human made you shave the great off of it you if I mean if, if I may you grate the great off of it And there you're
0: left You're left with just detective Pikachu and that's like that could be anybody you may not but you did um if you, do you, they talk a lot in the fan fiction community about, like, filing off the serial numbers, right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. doesn't apply when you're doing, like, a licensed translation of a game into a movie. You can leave the good parts. <laughs> a you lot can of leave people the great d- parts. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why do you keep doing this to me? <laughs> Why does it keep being good? Great. So, um, hey... Um, Is this our podcast? (laughs) Yeah. Hi, everybody.
1: Welcome to Your Two Show. This is a special episode that we're making for fun, just for you, and also for us, Mm -hmm. mostly
0: for us, here, live, in uh, the great city of New York City, and also the great city of Athens, Georgia. That's right. We're live here, together, separately, in two different cities, coming Mm -hmm. to you from two kinds of bad weather. Mm -hmm. Caleb's got the the snow today, and I've got the rain, and um, and I want to know, Caleb, Mm -hmm. have you ever seen the rain? (laughs) Well, yes, I have seen the rain before. Uh, cool. Then we don't have to do the song. Um, so um, <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, what happened on that fateful day? And I'm talking right. about the day uh, 11-1-2018, mm-hmm. uh, the 1st of November, uh, when Nintendo directly smashed us once again and uh, revealed unto us the, de- the like, implausible details of mm-hmm. Super Smash Brothers, which we discussed uh, either previously or in future, depending on when I put out this episode.
1: <laughs> yes, but there is a moment that we, uh, you know a fan of your two show brought up that they mentioned they wanted to hear us talk about, but which I found out today that you did not even notice when you watched this I... video the first time. Which is a <sighs> uh, an actual crime, what? and it's related. It's related very directly to something else we want to talk about today. Yes. So I think we need to revisit the Smash Ultimate.
0: Direct video, wonderful,
1: so that you can see this exact second. We're going to watch the whole final uh, video and see if you spot it. Okay, great,
0: great, great. Um, So yes, I will admit that I um, I watched this video piecemeal. I will admit admit further that I am a criminal, and um, mm -hmm. but that as with everything else in my life, I'm happy to learn something even if it's way too late. Yeah, like way after the fact. But okay. Mm -hmm. So um, shall we assume that we're going to break? We're going to watch this and then we'll come back and discuss it. Yes, I think that's a great. All right. We'll uh, <clears throat> be with you again shortly. Colors weave into a spire of flame. Distant sparks call to a past still unnamed. Bear this torch against the cold of the night. Search yourself. Okay, we can't listen to this whole song. (laughs) All right, we're back. We've just rewatched the last couple of minutes uh, of the Smash Brothers Ultimate Direct, which includes Mm -hmm. the um, violent light-based murder of every video game character except Kirby.
1: Yeah, where the great uh, Mm Seraphim takes
0: all of their many wings and hands, transforms the hands into beams of light, and destroys everyone you've ever loved. Should I change my uh, uh, Twitter name to at Sans Seraphim? Yeah. That's pretty good. I could really That's that's really good. I bet somebody has that already. So, anyway, Mm -hmm. um, all right. Our um, reader question is about the Sonic related moment here at the end. Here at the heat death of video game universe. (laughs) Yes. Sonic and Pikachu are running away from the uh, light death together. They reach out to each other, and then they are both destroyed is this what we're looking at right here yes that is exactly what we're looking at sonic reaches out to help pikachu
1: yeah um and pikachu is unable to get to him and they both die um but there are some powerful implications of this sequence and also the fact that sonic gets defeated
0: by this at all Uh uh-huh in in a context contest of speed Uh uh-huh uh-huh yes okay so first of all are sonic and pikachu running at the same top speed or is sonic slowing down a little bit to keep up with his buddy pika
1: See, I think that's the situation here. I think Sonic slowed down in order to save
0: Pikachu, and that is what led to Sonic's demise. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so touching. That's my. That would have been my like fanfic outcome. I think. Um, and I also wanted to mention that our uh, request to talk about this today came from David McKay at Channel O One Nine. Thank you, David. I hope that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I you know, I, I hope. So. Wh- what else are we? <laughs> I mean, what else are we supposed to glean from this? Okay, well, all right, let's dig into it. All right, I have some
1: thoughts. All right, please. Uh, we have the literal implications, which we've already talked about, which is that uh, Sonic potentially could have been the main character of the Smash Brothers universe, but unlike that huge jerk Kirby, who does not care about anyone else, <laughs> Sonic slowed down to save a friend. Right. Um, I would also compare this in a uh, a broader. Uh, sense you know a broader like meta sense Mm -hmm. that it's it's really kind of a statement about how Sonic's interest in like competing with Nintendo has actually been to his detriment when really uh, he should have been running off and doing his own thing that's just something that I would throw out there Um, (laughs) Okay, that maybe Miyamoto was trying to say it almost inspirationally to the Sega team like you don't need to you don't need to help us
0: you know (laughs) okay all right (laughs) all right so the one hand the one angle of this is that it's very touching and good that um mm-hmm. sonic has made peace with the citizens of nintendo kingdom yeah uh,
1: so much so that he's friends with the pikachu maybe that maybe that's his pikachu you know we Wait. don't
0: actually don't know. is sonic potentially a pokemon trainer mm-hmm. now in these days i would love that um but uh but further that um Yes, yeah, Sonic's commitment to his team and what that was we've as we've seen he's at his best when he's collaborating. Yes, yes, right. He obviously, thi- he always, he keeps relearning the lesson that like I'll just do this by myself. Oh wait, everything went wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick together. Yes. Um, now, I don't. L- I like the idea that Pikachu is also very fast. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea that Sonic wasn't carrying Pikachu in his arms running at top speed. Like that would have been very cute. Yeah, Yes, like why
1: wasn't he already
0: like saving Pikachu in Yeah, that yeah, yeah. So but but I think the thing is there that that um what I have to think about for the first time is that Pikachu is really fast. Mm-hmm. Like the quick attack is a manifestation of Pikachu's speed. In the game he can go in these like quick dashes. But really in real in real life Yeah, in the real life that Pikachu inhabits. Pikachu's almost as fast as Sonic. Well, Not
1: necessarily. Like, we don't know how much Sonic was slowing down. Sure. And the fact that Kirby was able to outrun these
0: things means that Sonic could definitely have outrun these things. See, that's the other thing, is I didn't like... As um, Sonic fan numero duo... Yes. I didn't like the implication that Kirby's star was faster than Sonic? Well, here's what made the difference. Kirby was about to get caught, but for some reason
1: teleported away. We don't have the exact information about why Kirby was able to break through the star
0: barrier, as I am now
1: (laughs) going to coin it.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, because normally, I mean, well, Kirby's star does teleport, right? Yeah. Normally I think of it as just, like, zooming up into the sky, but it does, like, pop him into another, like... He goes into the Speed Force at some point or mm-hmm. something. Uh, yeah, this video is so rough. Like, I'm trying to goof about it, and, try- <laughs> and I keep thinking about everybody dying it's- and the squid kids getting, like, hiding in their paint, and then it, like, throwing the boulders up into the air to be like, no, they definitely died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this, what, what this could also suggest, and this is what I would like us
1: to talk about today, because yeah, I think okay. this is the ultimate, uh, the ultimate point of this promotional video and also all of the pieces of news that we're getting lately Uh uh, is that there is an upcoming film, an upcoming uh, film featuring Pikachu. Yes. uh, Called Detective Pikachu. And Mm -hmm. there's also an upcoming film featuring Sonic the Hedgehog um, (laughs) and featuring apparently Jim Carrey as Eggman. (laughs) So I would, I would like to suggest that perhaps we are
0: looking at a, uh, ssbcu as it were um, a, um oh. super smash brothers cinematic universe yeah exactly <laughs> thank you yes. there's a
1: there is a potential
0: uh here yep. for
1: detective pikachu and sonic to be interacting uh, in a
0: shared universe because sonic according to the trades is friends with a police officer <laughs> in his movie and as twitter has been discussing at length this week Mm, Pikachu's a cop in the movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pikachu's existence as a cop or not is extremely debatable right now, and is more of a philosophical question than uh, uh, anything else. But um, I, mean, I think if you're on the wrong side of history, it's debatable. But I think if you're on the right side, which is that Pikachu's a cop,
0: <laughs> I just think that
1: uh, that people can do good and not be part of a system. But uh, that's <laughs> sure fine. or
0: um, or that you you know you listen. If you were a cop and then you become a Pikachu, I'll you know. I'll accept you as you are,
1: mm-hmm. and like it's not that Ash wasn't friends with a cop. Like if we're t- if we're gonna get <laughs> if we're gonna get mad at people for like relating to cops, we have to look at, at our, we have to look at our own selves in the mirror and say, yes. "I was Ash Ketchum for years, and Officer Jenny was one of my friends, and I got That's true. I got Team Rocket blasted off uh, many a time when maybe I didn't even need to."
0: Once again. Yeah. <laughs> And I just, so
1: I want to say if we've got, if we've got a problem with, with uh, cops on this show, which we do, we have (laughs) have to address the
0: the cops of our past. All right. There's a long history of cop related material in the Pokemon universe and Mm -hmm. we have to come to grips with that. Mm -hmm. And perhaps the detective Pikachu movie is about rehabilitating former officer Chu. Mm hmm. Into, you know, more of a freelance sort of freedom fighter detective who's gonna, who, who's saying, like, hey, if you wanna find your pops, as he does in the movie, as he does with his Deadpool voice, he says, if you wanna find your pops, you're gonna need me <laughs> because the regular cops, and I will note the relationship between the word pops and the word cops. Mm-hmm. Note it. <laughs> just, um, hey, you're gonna need me because now he's outside the system. Maybe Pikachu has recognized that being a cop is not the best place to do uh uh, good in the world Mm -hmm. we don't know yet there's a lot we don't know uh do you have any other thoughts about um this uh smash brothers trailer now that we've watched it again
1: um about the smash brothers trailer i i don't have any other major thoughts i mean we're excited about it and yeah i'm very very happy to play the game i pre-ordered the game at the same time i pre-ordered great detective pikachu as sort of like a spell uh, not Great Detective Pikachu. Hey, you, Pikachu. And I bought Great Detective Pikachu. I did a lot yesterday.
0: <laughs> wow, um, you big,
1: as, <laughs> big day for games. But I cast, I cast a sort of spell asking for these things to uh, be both related and powerful together. Okay, imagine um, if there is a detective skin in Smash Brothers. Bum, bum,
0: bum. That's what I imagine. Pikachu's almost definitely got the hat, right? They're going to give him the hat. Yeah, he's going to have the hat. If they, if um, it's not already in there, they're adding it right now feverishly. <laughs> Someone has Blender open and just <laughs> furiously scaling Sherlock Holmes's hat down onto Pikachu.
1: <laughs> they just went to go grab that asset, and now they're just like... They took a screenshot of the Sherlock TV series. Yeah,
0: exactly. I have one more thought about cinematic universes that's a little bit more serious. All right, I'm ready. But I am wondering why in the year of no lord 2018 Mm -hmm. uh the biggest cinema events have involved destroying every beloved character Mm -hmm. in in the canon uh i'm speaking of course about the avengers infinity war yes uh which spoiler alert beep 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 they They kill most of the comics Mm -hmm. and uh, and, of course, it's they finally
1: they finally stopped comics once and for all.
0: They finally did it. Um and then uh, and then the Smash Brothers, which smash in its history, mm-hmm. I guess is, uh, especially after the first one, involves this, like temporary restraint or or, you know, um imprisoning of the characters so that you can find them through the course of the story, mm-hmm. which is a very different thing from. Well, but. I mean, the last time Smash had a story
1: at all was Subspace Emissary. and that, Yeah, which is the last one I really spent time with. Some of them got taken uh, under the control of evil forces, but some of them were still functioning on their own, like, agendas throughout the entire thing.
0: Oh, that's right, yep. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And this, it seems like, is going to be very different, because everybody except Kirby is tied up by the magical angel force and being turned into clones of themselves so that
0: they can be possessed by other ghosts. Yeah, they get turned into Mud Marios and... Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm So, um, is this the only way to deal with a, like, surfeit of characters? Is to just get rid of a bunch of them? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, is the only way to deal with, like, hyperinflation to collapse the economy? <laughs> I guess it's one other way to put it. Well, like, I
1: think the answer, the answer is yes. Like, in terms of, if you look at Infinity War, and even if you look at the criticisms of the first part of this movie, like, yeah. it's obvious that the math of you've got X amount of minutes to put on a a thing and you've got X amount of characters to fit into those minutes. There is a point where they will become reduced down to the minimum possible time. They can be on screen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And so in order to make a movie that has any sense to it and isn't just a series of people delivering a smile and a line, you have to (laughs) shut people out of it. You've got to move them. Um, out of the picture
0: right right if you don't want to have people just like i don't know like if you don't want to have uh, um bruce banner like selling hot dogs on the street Mm -hmm. and then like professor strange walks by and goes like hiya hulkster Mm -hmm. and 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 bruce banner says hey buddy want a magic hot dog and then dr strange is like i've already had several i time traveled back to lunch three times today (laughs) and sonic Um, is like i've had several but i've just done it the normal way (laughs) (laughs) and then sonic picks up the the hot dog cart and just tips it into his like enormous mouth (laughs) (laughs) has anybody got any
1: chili around here and mr freeze is like i'm in the wrong movie but yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) stupid um um. So the uh. But but this is when you have so many characters in one thing. It's hard not to trivialize them one way or the other, mm-hmm. right? You either give them like very brief cameos, or you like include them in a larger scale drama, mm-hmm. which is either like a big conflict or this like catastrophic moment where something enormously powerful comes in and. and outpaces all of them at least briefly Um, and I remember doing that kind of thing with uh, like action figures when I was a kid this is a very like oh no the big boss is here the final conflict there are too many you know you want to have this there's this uh, 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 desire I think in that imaginary space of like wow something so dangerous that everyone's at risk you know what I mean yeah yeah absolutely But that it's super hard to tell, like, a movie-length story about that kind of thing. Yeah, and and also that, like, when you're talking about a story, you're not talking about a simulation, right?
1: Like, there's no uh, way—if I were to be given uh, all of these characters and say that you have to figure out how all of these people would respond and whether or not they could deal with this problem— in, uh, and how they would each deal with it and how they would all react to it and how, wh- whether or not they would be able to defeat it quickly or what. Um, if you were to yeah. give me a list that could take like months and months and months and years to do genuinely and yeah, often you sure. have to just ahead of time go okay, story-wise, I cannot figure this out. There's no way. I am one single human
0: and I cannot inhabit a hundred humans. Yeah, that's true. Infinity War uses a Calamity to like reset mm-hmm. and Smash is using like the death of every video game character to uh-huh. set, to create a place where there's room for everyone.
1: Yes. Because, yeah.
0: because the whole spirit mechanic, which uh, like I, the number of times we've had to look at a, a Nintendo related product in the last couple of years and go, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> they're dead. Mario's dead. Like in Odyssey, they kill Mario in the first scene. Um, which I contend to this day. Yeah, definitely and, canon. And, um, you know, and then they finally showed him in zombie form, like, his real actual skin, like, at Halloween this year. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, that's... Anyway, you know, they took the sunglasses off of the, of the you know, we're the, the, the desert stone guy in the in Odyssey, and you take the sunglasses up, and you're like, oh, I'm actually looking at dead Mario. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> How freaky would that be if when you were that rock? That they, like, whenever you put them down,
1: Mario, like, you could see, like, Mario's floaty skeleton inside of the rock. (laughs) Gross. They could, like, see directly through
0: (laughs) reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if there was a multiplayer version of Odyssey, and you, whatever Mario was inhabiting at the time, you could see Mario's bones crammed into that...
1: That implies that, like, you know, people were talking about how do you wear a skeleton outfit? How do you wear an outfit that makes you look like a skeleton? And the truth is that he's not putting anything on.
0: Right. He's 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 revealing the truth. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're seeing Mario's self-image, which is, Mm -hmm. oh, it's a me. Physical body. Mm -hmm. And then, like, actually, he's just bones. It's a me. It's a me. I have a solid form. <laughs> it's a me, Corporio la Mario. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think. But, therefore, I must have a body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So, um. But I really like the Smash stuff. Uh, I'm I'm super excited about it. And the, the, anyway, the spirit mechanic, right, is like. Starting from a place where like, hey, unfortunately, everybody died, but life goes on mm-hmm. like or there's they still exist. And we're they found a way to mechanically link the idea that all of these characters are for us like conceptual yeah, they are imaginary concepts that float around, and we can link and inhabit them any which way. And this particular way is the f- the framework of Smash Brothers, which is let's have them punch each other.
1: But it feels like such
0: an interesting
1: uh, statement from the developers to say like, we're gonna teach you how to have an imagination again. Like we're gonna yeah. we're gonna put this in front of you, mm-hmm. and we're going to show you step by step why this is silly that you are that you like are uh, not silly but why you should be able to play around in this space and how you can take the toys we are giving you yes. and allow them to be other things in the same way that when you have a box of toys at home yep. sometimes your alligator toy is a villain sometimes he's a hero and sometimes he's representing your
0: dad like it can be whoever <laughs> and sometimes it's not an alligator sometimes it's a lizard mm-hmm. and sometimes it's uh again your dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah Most of the time it's your dad, but in the times that it's not, it can be all sorts of things. And You're sitting in your room staring down the alligator that you've placed on your desk saying, I'm not going to do my homework right now. You don't have any control over me, alligator dad. I don't care how sharp your teeth are. (laughs) I don't
1: care. I, I don't care how fast you are, like way faster than you should be for a creature of your size.
0: Oh, boy. Oh boy! Mm. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, that's probably enough about um, Smash Brothers at the moment.
1: And since we're since we're gonna talk about Detective Pikachu, yeah, we should probably watch the trailer again. And if you haven't seen it yet, you should watch it too. Yep. Okay. Here we go.
0: Welcome to Rhyme City, a celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon. Ah, oh, jeez. Here we go. I know, you can't understand
1: me! But put down the stapler, or I will electrocute you! Okay, so this trailer is a trip, and I yep. love it all the way and back. Uh, let's start with the only—I'm going to go from the smaller thing to the bigger thing, so the only bad part of the whole movie is the time—I mean, the whole trailer, but probably the whole movie—is okay. the time that Pikachu hits being especially Ryan Reynolds, and he says that line about pushing people away and then hating them for leaving. Yeah. My problem is that I push people away and then hate them for leaving.
0: I, um, because, okay, but which, which contradicts the logic of the trailer, because mm-hmm. he says, you can understand me, oh, I've been so lonely— Like, yeah, who Who, has he pushed away before? Who can understand him? Yeah, that's such, like, don't let Ryan Reynolds improvise is my Yeah, exactly. That's (laughs) my thing on this movie. Um, Yeah, to get it out of the way, my worst part of this trailer is Ryan Reynolds. I don't like him. I don't think he's funny. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is interesting because
1: I am, I think I still feel, unfortunately, the, like, Childhood waves of when I saw him in the proposal, which is also not a great movie. Haven't seen it, but where he got, I think, at one point in the proposal, there's a, there's a few times when the movie tries to make him seem really hot. Uh-huh. And when I was younger, and I saw this movie, and he was like pretty funny in this movie, and he was also like really cute. Yeah. I like did kind of have a little thing for That's him when I was younger, fine. and that I'm still feeling the waves of that a little bit. Where like even when, even when I have been hurt yes. a few times yes. by his performances, mm-hmm. I still am like. Oh, but you're so sweet, and now you're playing the cutest creature on any planet. Well,
0: and that's good. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to like Ryan Reynolds. I'm saying, for mm-hmm. me, he doesn't do it. He doesn't do anything <laughs> for me. I haven't been uh-huh. able to make it through either Deadpool movie. Like, But what does this trailer do for you? Okay, what it does, does a it lot do of for- great stuff for me, so I don't want to dwell on that. I just want to say, like, like even though my initial like oh no ryan what are you doing inside of pikachu i still like the trailer i'm still like Mm -hmm. excited about the movie and so many so many other things are wonderful about it like yeah the the street scenes jam-packed with like custom signage and like Mm -hmm. stuff that's in the design language and expands the design language of the pokemon world yes this place that feels like real life But also, like, it's the Pokemon world is so, so (laughs) cool. It's the most vivid realization of, like, what is it like to live in the world of Pokemon?
1: Well, the funniest thing about it to me is that the cityscapes feel very, uh, like, cyberpunk. Yeah. Like, they, they feel very, like, technoir noir, tech noir uh-huh. or you're dealing with, like, like the closest visual analog I have to some of those shots is, like, Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it, when they dip away from that, like, they show some brighter areas, they show some, like, uh, nature scenes. Sure. But then we're also seeing, like, a cage match between Charizard and something else. Yeah. And we're seeing like uh, this, like very grimy, brutal city where they're talking about how his dad was like a really great cop stopping crime uh-huh. here. So this is like, this but is. But also a world saying where like, if you're
0: anything like your dad, then we're gonna have problems, maybe. And no, no, he says he says then you'll be great. Like if you're anything like your dad, it'll be great. Oh, okay. I um, f- somehow have misread that uh, scene a couple of times, but. um and he's like, I'm not anything like my dad, so oh, don't expect that. Right, me. okay. So he's like trying to set expectations in that. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, I, now, I have to admit that I don't normally watch trailers in their fullness. I mm-hmm. usually decide in 15 or 20 seconds whether I think a movie looks interesting and then I will stop the trailer because I don't want to see the whole movie. Um,
1: Now, I do know this about you because I have gone to films with you live where you've plugged your ears and closed your eyes (laughs) at at a trailer that you either decide, both trailers that you decided you were interested in and trailers that you decided you definitely didn't want to see. I have seen you go go full deprivation chamber (laughs)
0: live in the audience. (laughs) It's true. It's true because if I can tell I don't want to watch something, then I don't Mm -hmm. want its bad imagery in my head and if i can tell i do want to watch it i want to save every moment like i don't want to like ruin the jokes because there's nothing i hate more than being in a good movie and hearing the joke like a good joke deployed but being like well i saw that in the trailer yeah
1: it's like when you hear a single on the radio a lot of times and then the album comes out and you want to experience the album for what it is but you have to skip the single now because you heard it so many times right the single
0: stands out in a weird way now Mm -hmm. i know that that i i do watch it but anyway this one i I hadn't I at no point did I think I'm going to stop watching this trailer and I was (laughs) absolutely mesmerized (laughs) immediately started. they knew that every single
1: second of it was a reveal like it's rare that a trailer like in Star Wars played on this a little bit too with their newer trailers it's rare that every single moment of a trailer they know is gonna blow your mind for sure no matter what they put in it
0: a really good point and that has to bring us to talking about how the pokemon look yes and there's a lot of talk there's a lot of talk mm-hmm. about this on the internet and what i have to say is i love it yes i love how they look i honestly <laughs> think that is the pervasive
1: narrative right now The like yeah. the cultural d- decision about this trailer is that it is good
0: um, yeah and i like that they went weird with it mm-hmm. like it, you know, there what are the approaches for doing, um, you know, uh, combining like animated and real worlds? You can have them look distinctly animated, mm-hmm. which is like the Roger Rabbit approach yes. or even stuff like uh, Criterion Collection Film Pixels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just kidding um um, so you know where stuff like looks like it like it came out of a computer right yeah or or was hand drawn or came out of a computer they're really aiming for that sweet spot here where it's like i know that thing isn't real Mm -hmm. but it's a little too real well let me give you my
1: pitch for why please why i think this is the case yeah um i genuinely believe that the conversation around these Pokemon had to be, we need to make the cute ones a little bit weird so that yep. the monstrous ones can really be monstrous. Sure. I think okay. I think that's the real decision here because if you look at the designs of Pokemon, one of the limitations of their design language is that for the most part, even the ones that are like scary, powerful, uh, they're... 14 stories tall and they control the force of time they're still like they're still like beautiful and like elegant and like sometimes cute true Uh, yeah and even when they are a little bit scarier they are a little bit monstrous they always have this this uh veneer of safety by virtue of being animated and Mm. being um
0: so clean exactly they have smooth efficient lines Mm -hmm. they are they are beautifully designed for the most part and so by allowing charizard to like put on a little bit of weight and be, like, weirdly muscular, like, yeah. to be t- to have, like, animal texture.
1: And Charizard, That's, I think, yeah. is actually an example of one of the least... One of the, mo- like, ugliest Pokemon ever, uh, in a good way. Where, like...
0: Excuse <laughs> me! His de- well, I mean,
1: from the beginning, his design has... Charizard's design is not, like, cool-looking. He doesn't yeah. look like a sleek, interesting, like, powerful dragon. He looks like a weird lizard with wings.
0: Right, who's, like got kind of a very round tummy. Yeah, he's well he's full already. Yes. Charizard is not waiting for lunch. <laughs> yeah, for that. that's true. and that's fine. Like <laughs> he has this like predator look where he's mm-hmm. like I've eaten today and I will eat again. Yes. Like yeah. <laughs> I ingested um an entire arcanine mm-hmm. earlier today and I'm not ready to stop. Um and to make Charizard like scary mm-hmm. is very cool. Yes. Now jigglypuff yeah is Jiggly it Jigglypuff or is it which one is it it's Jigglypuff yeah yo, I don't know why I said okay um, Jigglypuff here's my thing about Jigglypuff lay it out for me what if that's not what all Jigglypuffs look like <laughs> no it is it no is, well, there's the assumption but, but this, the, the zoom up crop this like rough looking Jigglypuff who's like in a bar or a diner Mm -hmm. holding is what maybe like a karaoke microphone. It's
1: the marker microphone. It's Jigglypuff's marker microphone. I think the implication of that tiny shot is that Jigglypuff is about to draw on that man's bald head because there's a man (laughs)
0: like,
1: and the reason Jigglypuff (laughs) is mad is because she's been interrupted about to draw on the sleeping man's bald head because she put him to sleep with her music.
0: Okay. My hope, so here's my optimal gag for that scene Mm -hmm. is that, this is actually like a rough jigglypuff that like this is a jigglypuff whose like career is sort of washed up used to play to like stadiums and now is you know performing in a club Mm -hmm. um, and is like you know a little on the tired side yeah and that this jigglypuff is the one with the surprisingly deep voice that's what I want (laughs) I want that jigglypuff to go And then go jigglypuff. <laughs> no, I think I genuinely
1: believe <laughs> she's going to have a beautiful voice. Yeah, probably. And, uh, it, it's the the thing is going to be that her like uh, demeanor does not line up with her beautiful
0: voice. Sure, is Jigglypuff the like the dame of this noir story? Like I, Pikachu Puff, sees her across the diner. <laughs> I think Jigglypuff <laughs> is definitely going to get at least a
1: song, but and there is there is a chance that oh gosh, there is a chance that this Jigglypuff is Detective Pikachu's ex girlfriend.
0: Yeah, there there's really a, actually there's a, is. There's a real,
1: <laughs> a real solid chance that the Jigglypuff is who he's talking about when he says that he is pushing
0: people away. Yeah, and Ryan Reynolds in his uh, because okay, because that's another question. Uh, when Pikachu says. When Detective Pikachu says, Mm -hmm. I've been so lonely, is the implication that maybe by virtue of being able to communicate magically with one special human boy Mm -hmm. that he can't communicate with other Pokemon when normally Pokemon can talk to each other? Or is it possible that they're like, is this Jigglypuff also going to speak English because um, it seems unreasonable for the whole movie to have no other spoken line Pokemon? I don't think it's unreasonable because I think the
1: point is that uh, Pikachu is going to usually be the translator. I think, okay, the, sure. I think the reason that Mr. Mime uh, is a specific funny joke choice is because he's going to interrupt the typical flow of their detective partnership, uh, sure. which is that as a team, uh, he's able to talk to humans, even though like Pikachu is the one who has the greater detective skill. Got it. Um, and his like... Uh, energy is going to carry over to the kid who can talk to humans, while the detective Pikachu, who's trying to talk to Pokemon but does not have a lot of clout in the Pokemon universe, okay. is going to be, I think, some of the tension. Because uh, here's what I'm thinking: All right. He's lonely because he's not a very good <clears throat> Pokemon, in quotes. Okay. I'm, I'm betting he is not super powerful. Maybe he does not even have electric ability in uh, yeah. like for real, because <gasps> he says, "I will electrocute you," but. We never actually see him do anything regarding like electric energy over the course of this
0: trailer. That's true. Okay, so this is like um um like an Alolan version, but not Alola. This is the like wh- where is it? Wh- Rhyme City. Yeah, Rhyme City. The Rhyme City version of mm-hmm. a Pokemon. Like it's like a like we know from the Pokemon canon that different regions or a specific Pokemon mm-hmm. can be different from the norm. Yes. Um, from w- the way the, they're normally stereotyped or generalized. Um. And so, yeah, that would be interesting if Detective Pikachu doesn't have electric powers, Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, or is just like, or they're just very weak, right? Sure, and Um, and that could, yeah, be like that'll be a good reveal where it's like, Pikachu, get that guy, and he's like, um, I, okay, I'll try, and then he just like makes a little bit of a spark, and it could be cute.
1: It could be that one of the things that the two of them have in common, right, is that maybe a lot of maybe the traditional Pokemon trajectory career trajectory is that you want to be like you want a trainer to catch you and you want a trainer to like help you become famous or whatever yeah but that and, or you want to live like life in your community of pokemon but he is a he is a city rat who yeah. has like who has, who also does not really want to compete um as a like pokemon who is like a fighter and maybe in the past has not wanted to be part of the like trainer pokemon narrative um sure sure but this then, kid is uh, also wanted to be a trainer but has given up on that idea
0: right and then both of these characters have uh failed to live up to expectations he's not like his dad mm-hmm. and detective pikachu is not like other pikachu yes uh so that could be cute mm-hmm. um anyway so yeah we don't really know what the like whole plot like this trailer did a good job of not over selling the plot or telling right. too much about the story. And I'm sure there will be a later trailer that I will not watch <laughs> because it will explain too much about the story because I love to go into a movie, not sure where it's going to take me in the specific sense. Yeah. Uh, but um, anyway, I I think it looks great. I'm really excited about it.
1: <laughs> I agree. I think this movie is going to be amazing. Uh, and now for our last piece of news that we yes. need to talk about. Uh huh. The revelation, which we're a little bit behind on, but that we never really talked about together, Uh that Jim Carrey is potentially going to be Eggman (laughs) in the Sonic the Hedgehog film?
0: Yeah! Give
1: it to me, James! So do you think that Eggman... At what point in the movie do you think Eggman will put on the mask, and do you think Sonic will also put on the mask?
0: That's my (laughs) primary question. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yep. Um... It's a good sort of third act twist, I think. Yes, yeah. I if, think they, if they find the mask right, right? Mm-hmm. because they're they're going to spend the movie looking for the Chaos Emeralds. Uh huh. But the real emerald is the green skin of James Carey when he puts on the mask.
1: So let's talk about actually what what Sonic could take could learn from okay. the uh, Pikachu trailer and from okay. from the great Second Pikachu idea. Sure. Do because I will say just like you suggested when you said that they are going to be hunting for the chaos emeralds. My, my bet on this movie, my honest, the honest feeling within me is that this is going to be a pretty traditional Sonic the Hedgehog narrative, that they are going to be like, they're looking for the chaos emeralds. And now we have to emoji movie our way through a a variety of different (laughs) environments to stop Eggman. Um, there's a wide, there's a lot of canon they can pull from. There's a lot of stories they could tell. Very true. Um,
0: and the question is like so i know very little about the sonic movie so far i think nobody knows that much yeah i don't uh, think anybody has very much uh, information on it not even the people making the movie um no, but them, they no. they've, they've done a lot of they got a lot of footage and they're gonna figure it out um yeah i do i i wonder and i wonder how many you know whether other of our favorite characters will appear um does a movie about sonic the hedgehog uh like, the the question, will it benefit from having Shadow? The answer is yes. Will they decide to go that way? That's still out. We don't know. Because if they're doing this, like, if they've got to play it more toward the, like, we're reintroducing this character or setting the stage for a potential franchise or whatever. Mm-hmm. Going too hard on, like, okay, now who's this other colorful creature? for people who aren't familiar with it uh-huh. you know you you might not I, I i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do
1: okay wait here's some news beep 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 deep beep beep breaking news come on in um so have you heard who sonic is gonna be voice acted by
0: uh, uh no ben schwartz is he from stranger things no who's he <laughs> He's- uh, he's, he does
1: look like the kid from Stranger Things, but he plays John Ralphio in Parks and Rec. Yes. Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Ben Schwartz is going to do it. And that actually is exciting for me. I think he's actually very funny.
0: Cool. Yeah. He does look like Stranger Things though.
1: He does look a lot like the Stranger Things. Apparently James Marsden is playing Tom Wachowski. Tom. Is that the character from Sonic X? Oh. Uh, What's the kid's I name Tom? I don't remember.
0: No, his name's Chris.
1: Chris, yes. So who's Tom Wachowski? He, uh, He's the cop, I think. Oh, you're right. Yes, he's the small town police officer turned newly appointed sheriff of Green Hills.
0: Uh-oh. Who befriends
1: Sonic and aids him in his quest to stop Dr. Robotnik. So oh, we, they legitimately are doing a Sonic teams up with a cop to stop a bad guy.
0: Yeah. Story. Yeah. What Why? the heck? Why? Why do we have to do this? Why is the human stand-in A cop. A cop. In both of these films make all it a sort of, bo- yeah. make it a child <laughs> like have to Sonic team up with a child not adult cyclops a Westworld
1: why, why is he joining up with a Westworld cyclops officer Westworld
0: <laughs> I don't like that I actually don't like that and I don't think it's a good idea The Secretary of Homeland Security is a role in this movie Oh my god Oh no I looked at too much of the Oh no <laughs> Schwartz will also
1: provide Sonic's likeness via motion capture.
0: This is oh intense. Boy. Oh, boy. Wait, oh boy. the
1: voice of Sonic, a juvenile delinquent anthropomorphic blue hedgehog. No. Oh,
0: no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I've learned too much. Oh, no, we learned too many facts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if this is also your first time learning this information. I'm-,
0: I'm sure that many of our listeners have already perused the IMDb page. We were trying to stay... I don't know. I didn't want to learn too much about it. Um, oh. ay yeah, 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 yeah. I don't... Apparently,
1: originally, <sighs> Paul Rudd was in talks to play the James Marston role.
0: That's what I had heard, and I kept imagining the ageless paul rudd um, I, you know i like james marston as an actor he can be pretty relatable but i don't you know at the very least sonic himself is not a cop
1: yes well, I mean, well not not until the end of
0: the film yeah is he going to be inducted into the the police academy uh-oh well like, okay so the the perspective of sonic as a like uh
1: rebellious kid, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah. That feels true. Sure, that's fine. But by placing it in the real world, you create a lot more complicated feelings yeah regarding how and also this hedgehog i guess i guess he's going to be a like kid who exists alongside human children like goes to school with them (laughs) oh boy
0: i really hope so
1: oh no sonic's gonna go to school with human kids okay
0: yeah he probably is gonna go to human school now here's another thing though in the imdb page that we must pay attention to witches there are by my where witches there are four actors and actresses listed here Mm -hmm. who are not credited with roles yet Yes. So they have not yet revealed who these, like, top-billed people, Tika Sumter, Neil McDonough, Adam Pally, Natasha Rothwell.
1: It says Frank C. Turner appears as Crazy Carl. Oh, boy. Oh, He's boy. Crazy Carl.
0: I tried to tell you that boy was a hedgehog. <laughs> y'all wouldn't listen to me but look how fast he is that's hedgehog speed right there he's
1: been a hedgehog this whole time i've
0: been trying to tell you he don't wear pants and he's a hedgehog Uh. (laughs) everybody's acting like i'm crazy carl i don't like that there's a character called crazy carl no very bad and he is and deb deb's howard is new girlfriend I just found a shot of uh, mm. Crazy
1: Carl talking to Tom Marsden, who's wearing a Sheriff of Green Hills um, Oh boy! shirt that somebody took for a Hollywood gossip website.
0: All right. Well, I'm... Uh, so basically what we have to deal with is we don't know yet what this movie is going to be like. We don't have anything but really hearsay to talk about. And we gonna we just got to hold out hope that either... It's good or like most Sonic the Hedgehog properties. <laughs> it's a mixed bag. It's
1: going to be a mixed bag. Well, we, at least we know they're already filming, which means a yeah. trailer has got to be coming soon. Yep. You know they're mad about Detective Pikachu. You yes. know they're mad
0: now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh and that, that we're we're set up again for the possibility of like Sonic entering you know movies at the same time that nintendo is making their first big movie even though we gotta remember that the pokemon company is its own deal and they also have been doing movies for a long time
1: right just haven't been doing this kind of movie
0: right right but that there's we're gonna have uh uh uh, you know sonic as potentially the, the like weird (laughs) the weird runner-up in video game movies or whatever, but I don't know. I'm going to hold out hope and I hope it's good and I, um, as is pretty common knowledge about me, uh, I used to like Jim Carrey so much when Mm -hmm. I was a child. Me too. That I was put on restriction. (laughs) I was not allowed to watch any of his movies between the ages of about 12 and 18.
1: Because you spent so much time imitating him? Uh, Because I
0: inhabited (laughs) jim carrey i inhabited his roles i went as uh his version of the riddler for halloween on uh uh my i was either 11 or 12 when batman forever came out and uh anyway my family got so sick of me doing all righty then that i (laughs) had to be put on restriction so i'm very excited to finally get to could you give me a taste i'm very ex- well could you here's... inhabit somebody for me um all right so here we go uh, boy it's been a long time yeah um, you
1: got to find that that, pl- that path in your brain and just like stretch it out wiggle it around uh
0: here's okay shake off the dust <clears throat> here's one imagine okay. i'm really wet
1: okay i got you i'm my eyes are closed and i'm thinking about it
0: do not go in there <laughs> Woo! <laughs>
1: Yes. Thank
0: okay. You. Imagine another scene where I'm yeah. really wet and I'm being dragged around by the shark. I mean, okay. So prior to the other scene, so you're wet again. Okay. And I'm like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what he does
1: <laughs> Okay. Now, could you give me the mask? But could you add that quality of wetness to sure one okay. of the masks' classic lines? Okay.
0: Um, or
1: bits. You can do a whole bit if you want. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. What's a mask bit? Um. Oh, what's a mask bit? Let me. uh move. Let's see. Gosh, it's just been so long since I was allowed to watch that movie that I. <laughs> um. You could give me somebody. Stop me. You could give me Cuban. Oh, Pete. okay. Sure. 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 Um. Uh. Okay. I'm very wet, but I'm also green. <laughs> yeah. Green here we go. Green and wet. Um. Say hello to my little friend, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Oh, that one was, like, a
1: twist. That's, like, you're, like, that's fanfiction, kind of. Yeah,
0: I did my fanfic where he is wearing the mask. Um, so, uh, you know, and Jim Carrey's a controversial figure, and, uh, we'll see how he, you know, he handles the role, but, um, I expect he could get pretty weird as Dr. Uh, I.V.O. Robotnik. Unfortunately, they didn't do the right thing, but they did did call him Robotnik. Um, (laughs) and, uh, anyway, you know, excited to watch all the movies. Me, too. Is that all of our, uh, coverage of current current uh, uh, media events. I think that's all our
1: big news today. And (laughs) uh, thanks, everybody, for listening and participating in the lead-up to our new season of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. uh, Of Sonic the Hedgehog. Our new season of Sonic the
0: Hedgehog. Our new series. (laughs) Which will be premiering soon. Uh, This has been Uh, uh, your two show. Yeah, our podcast where we talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, Pokemon, uh, anything else we feel like, Mm -hmm. and um, all that nerd stuff. And we... (laughs) <laughs> and while we
1: learn to do a podcast again after so long away, Ooh. it is so Ooh. nice to have you along for the ride, listening, appreciating, <laughs> commenting, leaving a review on iTunes if it is favorable. Yes, thank you. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah and also just like all of your all of your love and support and the like oh my gosh the letters you send the piles and piles my room is full of them
0: i'm just i can't even read all of I'm them just i appreciate it i'm just overwhelmed
1: with this family i can't believe a year uh, later and you're still
0: sending f- it <laughs> um, but thank you Our, don't stop thank you so much thank you everyone mm-hmm. um okay what's your name my name is Caleb Zane Hewitt and i'm a mario and i need to sleep because i'm a human being. <laughs> It's not a skeleton. Uh, my name's Nick Splender. and, uh, and uh, you and guess what? you are, are two two, two choo-
1: choo- But it's not me.
0: buddy, stop me. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Yeah, I uh-huh. bet that'll be a
1: good five-minute episode. Once you've hey, cut it, we'll once you've cut it, it down, down, I bet it'll be a really solid five to ten-minute app. <laughs> I kind of, I honestly kind of like this strategy of we're just like uh, doing a couple of them, messing around, and maybe when they start feeling good,
0: <laughs> yeah. it'll be good. Um, I'm strongly considering. Editing this one and putting it out first, sure. Like today, like like ASAP. Yeah, like as soon as as soon as I peel like it, as
1: As soon as I want to.